Hey, and welcome to The Kinky Eater, where adult content creators talk about food, sex, kink, and oralism. When this show posts, it's going to be Thursday, November 16th, and that means it's National Fast Food Day. Yes, indeed. But I'm not going to go so much so broad as fast food, but what I will do is get a little granular, and we're going to talk about, hmm... My favorite fast food fried chicken. I also was able to poll a little bit in our community, our erotic audio porn community, and uh, got some folks to rank their favorite fast food fried chicken. Also, it's November, so yeah, we're going to talk a little bit about No Nut November, the triple N. Yes, indeed. So we're going to have some fun today, so hope you stick around. Let's go. so yeah talking about national fast food day specifically my favorite fast food fried chicken it's a subject that i'm pretty passionate about i know there are a lot of people out there that just love fried chicken so i'm sure you can uh, relate so yeah who's got the best fried chicken in all of the fast food joints oh man you know what it does vary a little bit because there are some regional chains and some some restaurants that just aren't everywhere in the U.S. And I will, I am really talking about U.S. fast food chains um, or fast food chains that are in the U.S. Because there is a foreign fast food chain that, uh, yeah, is is really important for me. But of course, before we get into our normal uh, calendar episode type format, let's go ahead and bookend a little bit uh, before we get to the breast meat of the episode. So yesterday on November 15th, it was National Bunt Day. That's Bunt Cake Day. I do love a good Bunt Cake. They're normally pretty moist. I know you hate that word. Some of you do. Also, it was Clean Out Your Refrigerator Day, which I actually didn't do on the 15th. But I do it on a normal basis. You got to get all that stuff out. <laughs> especially those vegetables and, uh, you know, stuff like that. That's letting out all those gases that make things spoil even faster. There's also national drummer day. I love that day because I'm a casual drummer. Yes, indeed. Um, it's also recycling day. I like that day. And it's Steve Irwin day. Crikey. Yes. So, um, rest in peace, Steve Irwin. Yes. And I think his son's like taking on the mantle or the, the crown or whatever, however you want to call it. Um, last but not least, on November 15th, it was also Brazil's Republic Proclamation Day. On that day in 1889, the opposition triumphed over the constitutional monarchy through a military coup d'etat that overthrew Emperor Pedro II and established provisional government and the Republic of the United States of Brazil was born. So... Yeah, they sparked democracy that day. Brazil's Republic Proclamation Day. There you go. Now, tomorrow, it'd be Friday the 17th. That's National Baklava Day. Mm, I love a good baklava. Woo. And then Homemade Bread Day. I love homemade bread. Who doesn't love bread? 
And I'm sorry for the gluten intolerant folks. And then um, also on the 17th is Testosterone Awareness Day. Yeah. Also, it's National Unfriend Day. And you can thank Jimmy Kimmel for creating that one. And on that day of self-care to celebrate, you simplify your connections online and unfriend any and everyone who does not add joy to your online social networking experience. Essentially, you are Marie Kondoing or Jimmy Kimmeling your friend list. And just, if they're not, if they don't provide you joy, you say, thank you for your service and you unfriend. <laughs> yeah, I've done this. It's been done to me. So good luck auditing out there, best friends. Also, the 17th is Zinfandel Day for all you winos. I'm not a fan of this grape, but many are. So please have a glass for all of us. And it's World Vasectomy Day, my friends. And that is still on my to-do list. Yes, the Kinky Eater will be getting a vasectomy. Yes, that helps with my cream pie and preg role-playing type kinkiness. Not having to worry about having a kid. So there you go. Uh, now, I have to mention this on Saturday, November 18th. It's Mickey Mouse Day. Uh, this is for all Disney fans. Uh, the birthdays of Mickey and Minnie Mouse, yes, are, is on this day. So, you know, on this, on November 18th, in 1928, Mickey Mouse first appeared in the short film Steamboat Willie. So there's all your useless uh, facts, y'all. And um, days, calendar days of the year. Now back to the subject at hand, fried chicken. So yeah, let's get right into the list debate and conversation. First, I want to clarify that I'm only speaking about plain fried chicken. No sauce, no flavor, and bone in, please. Yes, not talking about anything boneless. No nuggets, no tenders. Got to have bone in. I'm not really just talking about wings. We're talking about all the good stuff, the leg, the thighs, the breasts, the wings, and, you know, the whole gamut. Another comment that I'll add is I know for a fact that Bonchon has really good fried chicken, but I've never ordered it plain from them, at least not yet. I've always gotten it with the soy garlic sauce, and now they have a bunch of other sauces that are available. So, yeah, so I've pretty much relegated it to the national chains, and there's even a regional chain that I added. Um, it's so good I had to add it. So before we get into my list and my ranking, what is important to me? When evaluating the fast food fried chicken options, well, I think of two factors. One, that's the skin. Two, that's the cook. So, all right. And when I say the cook, I mean how the chicken is cooked. So let's go to the skin. So there are a few aspects to the skin. Gotta have the crunch. So can't be overcooked or the crunch is just too crunchy or hard can't be under or it's not crunchy enough the breading level that needs to be right and for me with fast food fried chicken that needs to be somewhere between too thick and too thin it's got to be just right you know and then is the skin and breading seasoned can't be too much you can't be sand seasoning it must be seasoned i mean i'd rather have it subtle to just right so seasoning is important in the skin too season everything when you cook people season every ingredient 
Okay, so that's the skin. Now, the cook. So consistency in the cook of this chicken. Uh, how consistent is it? Is it just about the same every time you get it at any of their locations? Is it moist? It's got to be moist. It can't be dry. And of course, this is also why I prefer dark meat. The legs and thighs are much juicier. The breasts tend to be super dry to me, although I am always, always, always impressed when I can find a joint that knows how to properly cook chicken breast. And they don't cook it too long. You know, you end up with a juicy breast that's super yummo. I will say that each and every time I've had blue ribbons fried chicken breast, oh, it is always good. I love blue ribbon, but yeah, we're talking about fast food here. So here you go. Without further ado, here is my ranking top seven. These are the top seven in the list. So coming in at the bottom with number seven is KFC. Yes. And many will be surprised at this because I know for a fact that many people do rank KFC pretty high up in their list. I actually don't know why. (laughs) I think KFC, um, for me, well, KFC has been around for so long and it's, and, and it's been so popular. And for me, I think they tried, they did try to redeem themselves several decades ago, I think, or a couple decades ago when they added crunchy. I don't know what year that was. They added crunchy crunchy style you know it was always like this sort of softer um skin and it just wasn't crunchy enough and then they added the crunch and it still just wasn't as good it's never been as good to me so in at number seven is kfc number six churches texas chicken and i really knew them as churches chicken and growing up It's always a church's chicken, and they do even have some church's chicken on the West Coast and um, a few in in Vegas as well. Uh, So church's chicken, it's pretty good. It does get pretty oily for me, pretty greasy. I think that was part of um, it not being as good, and the cook wasn't consistent. So different places I'd go, different churches, locations, and it just wasn't consistent. And it just wasn't consistent. What I did like about Church's Chicken was the fact that they, you could get um, a whole corn on the cob. You just come in that yellow, greasy plastic (laughs) and it's got the, you know, it's got the stick in it and it was just easy to eat and it was great. I loved it. I think back Back in the day, it was pretty good and consistently cooked, and it did taste a little buttery. I think now, you know, they cook them, they don't cook them as fresh, and they're like sitting in the water for a really long time, the water and butter mix. And so a lot of the, a lot of the cobs and the kernels on the cobs would just be really soggy and a little wrinkled, a little overcooked. Um, so it wasn't as good. It's not as good today. All right, coming in at number five, Royal Farms. And that is a more of a regional um, type thing. It's actually a gas station, (laughs) convenience store gas station. But they do such a great job with their fried chicken. And you can go in there at any time and you see this huge 
sort of vat deep fryer and they're just cooking the chicken in there. I don't I don't know, man. It's it's pretty good. Uh pretty consistent too, I will say. Um the salt salt content I think is a little bit higher on Royal Farms. Um it is the the skin is a little bit softer, not as crunchy, but it's more crunchy than KFC chicken, KFC original I'm talking about. So Royal Farms coming in at number five. All right, here we go. Number four, Bojangles. Yes, indeed. Not many Bojangles um, locations. I think they're in select areas in the mid-Atlantic, maybe in the south. Um, but they that's where I've seen them at least. And their seasoning is really good on that chicken. And they got the crunch on there. I do like it. Very tasty. Coming in at number three, people won't agree with me. Some people think Bojangles is better. Some people don't even like this place. But Roy Rogers, Roy Rogers Chicken. Oh, man. It has a special place in my heart because it has been around since I was a kid. And it was there since I was a kid with churches as well. And there are limited a limited number of locations today. But I do love Roy Rogers Chicken. Still got a good crunch and pretty good seasoning on that skin. Consistently cooked. It is consistent, I will say. And I think that's great. Coming in at number two. Oh man. Now here you go. This is where this is where people are going to be like, what are you thinking? And uh number two for me. Yeah. Popeyes. Popeyes is number two. It is consistent for me. They are good. They rarely don't have the chicken available. It's always there when you order, at least where I've gone. And it's consistent among locations. When you go to different locations, you're going to get the same uh, cook, the same seasoning. So they they cook it well. They do a good job. And uh, I feel like while the... The skin at Bojangles is a little more seasoned than at Popeye's. I feel like Popeye's has does have a good taste and it's reliable for me. So I've got them up there at number two. And there's more locations um, of Popeye's than there are Roy Rogers or Boj- Bojangles. So yeah, that's part of why number two, Popeye's is number two for me. Oh man, number one. Number one, oh man, it's not even a competition. Like to me, my number one far exceeds any of the other ones. And the delta between number one and two is pretty big. Number one for me is Jolly Bee. Yes, it is a foreign business. It is a fast food joint out of the Philippines and it probably in the Philippines, it competes directly with McDonald's over there. So they've got a lot of counterparts over there. McDonald's even has fried chicken over in the Philippines. Jollibee, I believe, has opened uh, about 70 locations in the U.S., somewhere around that number, with more on the way. Now, their chicken joy is just unbelievable. The cook is perfect. The meat is always moist and juicy and delicious. It's never dry. It's never undercooked. 
It's never overcooked. It is always perfect. The size is good. They're never too small. They're never too large. Sometimes they do get larger engineered chickens, and that's fine. But the seasoning on the skin is perfect. That skin, the breading is never too much on it. It's perfectly breaded every time, perfectly seasoned. It's never too much. It's always the perfect amount. The crunch is perfect. Sometimes that skin will directly come off like a whole, like you're eating a thigh or a breast. Sometimes that skin will come right off, like the whole piece, the whole slab of skin will come off. But you can always eat it with the meat or if you like to save it till the end. So you got a little, little, you know, little, like a little chicharron almost of skin, <laughs> chicken skin. Oh man, it's perfect. And it's so good. It's so tasty. And you can get fries or rice with it. And then a lot of people love to eat that Jollibee gravy. And it's meant to be eaten with that chicken. I don't always eat it. I just love the chicken so much even without it. But I do love it with the gravy as well. And that gravy's got a little bit of that Filipino touch where it's it's got some sugar in it a little bit. So it's a little bit sweeter. It's savory and sweet at the same time. It's kind of a sort of a gelatinous sauce gravy, but it's delicious on that chicken. It's perfect with the chicken, the salty, salty seasoning on that skin. It just mixes perfectly. I will always go for Jollibee's chicken and it will always be number one, their fried chicken. So great job, Jollibee. That is the winner for me. Honorable mention. Bonchon. Again, I've never ordered plain from there, and I will, but they do such a great job from South Korea. Yes, indeed. Uh, there you go. And if I had to have best fast food chicken fingers, it's going to be Raisin Cane's without a doubt. If you haven't had Raisin Cane's, try it. Best chicken tenders, chicken fingers uh, in the fast food biz, in my opinion. Now we're going to go to uh, the ranking from our erotic audio community and they ranked those seven this way number seven is royal farms and i believe that's because it just isn't as known number six is roy rogers number five is jolly b number four bojangles and for the top three in the erotic in the erotic audio community Mostly folks from GWA. Coming in at number three is KFC. Number two, Churches. And number one, Popeyes. There you go. So there you have it. That's uh, the best fast food fried chicken, according to me and according to many erotic audio content creators. Now, we talk about No Nut November. Are you participating in it? Do we know what it is? Well, yeah, it's basically abstinence from nutting in November. No masturbation, no fapping, no sex, no nutting. Are you a fan? Do you do it? Are you into edging? 
is that is that your kink denial are you into orgasm denial is that your kink i mean that's a big thing it's a big thing in november for a lot of kinksters a lot of people um the month before you had cocktober or locktober and then because you're no nutting in november you might come in december and i think i've even heard of destroy dick december triple d which is funny as shit um so yeah i'm totally not into it i i feel like i'm not really into denial um i kind of like edging people so i i'm into that that's cool um but for a lot of people it's really important to them you know and no nut november I feel like you've got to, I feel like you've really got to drain the balls. I feel like you've got to drain yourself and uh, start to start to get that new, the, the new sperm being made, right? You've got to start to uh, build that up and you've got to get that old stuff out. But um, here's, here's an opinion from our friend Naughty Pandita. Hi, this is Pandita or Naughty Pandita on Reddit. Personally, I don't see the appeal of No Nut November. For me, I find self-pleasure to be a much-needed source of stress relief. Um, so just the idea of going a whole month without sounds awful. And it's not even that I don't think I could do it, but it's more that you may not want to be around me if I if I did, especially after the first week, I would think it would uh, probably be rough going uh, for those around me. So, um, but I can only speak for my experience as a woman. I think men maybe have a different perspective. And from what I've seen or heard anecdotally, it seems like a big part of the whole concept is the teasing and denial um, so I didn't realize, um, because before I joined this sort of not safe for work audio community, I wasn't terribly kinky, I would say. And I don't know that I am now, honestly, but I'm learning more. Um, so I didn't realize certain things were kinks and, um, I realize now edging is a big deal and it seems much more so for men just speaking from my own experiences, um, I was probably maybe a month or two into posting audios when I was approached by more than one male in my DMs asking if I would help them edge, which I thought was just fascinating, actually. Um, kind of a ballsy thing to do to ask a complete stranger on the internet to help you with that. Um, but <laughs> I digress. Um, so I realize now that the, that's a big um, component is the sort of teasing aspect that goes into it. And um, although, like I said, I'm not one to want to participate as far as me personally, um, as a creator, I can see where the appeal is in terms of uh, script ideas and um, ways to make it fun to turn audios into the whole concept of a challenge you know oh you want to you want to go no nut <laughs> good luck and then just really sort of bring on the um temptations i guess 
so to speak. So uh, from that standpoint, it sounds like a hell of a lot of fun. But uh, but yeah, for me personally, uh, no, not going to do it. And thank you, Pandita, for that contribution. And so, yeah, no, no, November, if you're doing it, good luck. You're halfway there. Good luck. I hope you can do it. I hope you can stay um, locked in. And we'll see you in December. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. I appreciate you joining me on the Kinky Eater. And I hope to see you talk at you soon. <laughs>